Hi, welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply In Order Photo Organising. Imagine you can find any photo at any time at the click of a button. We are here to show you how. So let's get started. All right. So welcome to another episode of our DIY photo organizing podcast. We are absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Um, And we're very excited to have our very first guest appearance by the beautiful Hale Shawa from Pitchley. Hi, Hale. Hi there. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And hi, Chantel. Hello. Hello. Um, So today we're going to be going through um, just a a topic, I think, which is obviously we have all have uh, smartphones and it's usually either an iPhone or an Android. So this episode today, we're going to go through some of the tips and tricks, um, some useful, maybe a bit of a tour over the phone and just some information um, about managing your photos using your Android phone. So we have called upon an expert, <laughs> someone who um, we we called out to our organisation association, APO, that we've mentioned before, um, just so that we can get some insight. As uh, our listeners know, Chantel and I are mainly iPhone users. Um, even though we navigate and use um, Android phones with our clients, we just wanted to introduce Hale and have her give us some detail and a bit of a walkthrough. Um, and so, Hale, we'd love to um, introduce you. If you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business, um, your business name, Pitcherly, um, and just how you got started into the world of photo organising. Great. Thank you so much for having me again. Um, I started Pitcherly about three years ago. And it was really from my own love of doing my own family photos and basically doing my own legacy of my parents. I am, uh, I was born in Iran and I was around nine years old when the Iranian revolution happened. And my parents were essentially faced with leaving the country in a very short period of time. So naturally we weren't able to bring a lot of the things that we had except Mm. luckily my parents were able to bring um, the family memorabilia and photos. And um, as an adult, I got into uh, the world of advertising um, in terms of operations and production. And a lot of that had to do with dealing with assets, you know, whether it was photography or video or film, uh, it was um, mainly just dealing with assets and in, in the, with the creative department. So marrying the two, my love of family photos and really learning how to deal with assets, um, it was a natural uh, progression for me to start picturely. Fantastic. And so, um, and so what sort of area do you focus on in your business primarily? Um, we actually do everything. Um, we do photo organization. We do the digital as well as the analog. We do all of digitizing, no matter the format. And uh, we also provide curation and metadata. And we highly recommend um, the, our, all of our clients to um, understand and utilize metadata because really that's the only way 
that you'll be able to find all your assets and really keep the information in the file for the future generations. Wonderful. Um, so, Hale, that's a perfect sort of segue into understanding how people with an Android phone can use the programs that are, you know, inherent on the phone and really make the most of being able to work with their photos. So as far as, you know, with that focus with the metadata and just how to do that, would you be able to just to give um, our listeners a bit of an overview of what sort of the main feature with the phones, uh, with the photos app, um, and just sort of how to navigate around that a little bit, um, maybe if they're new to it, or even, um, yeah, just a bit of an overview to start with, and maybe throw in a few of your favorite features that um, that you, you help people with as far as that photo organizing. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, on, on my particular Android, I have a Pixel 3, uh, which is a Google phone. And um, I've been on Google Photos since um, the inception of the, uh, since its inception, essentially. Mm. Mm. And um, as of today, actually, Google Photos and Google Drive will no longer be synced together. Mm. Um, in terms of how does that work, I don't have all the details yet, but my current understanding is that when you take a photo, it goes into Google Photos, which you can access obviously on your phone as well as on the uh, on a web browser. Um, and up to today, it would push everything to your Google Drive. Um, and as of today, they're they're essentially separating the two drives. So Google Drive will hold all the f- photos that were previously in there. And then Google Photos will continue to upload from your phone to the Google Mm -hmm. Photos part of um, Google's website. Um, So with that in mind, um, Google uh, in some, uh, Google Photos in some ways works uh, similarly um, in terms of they provide a feature that pushes all the assets from your phone to Google Photos um, uh, on the cloud. Mm-hmm. essentially providing you with more space on your phone. Um, now, some people like that and, uh, you know, it makes it much more difficult for others, such as photo organizers, yep. to actually <laughs> access your photos because um, there were up to today, there are two ways for us to be able to access the photos from uh, our clients who were on Google Photos. One was Google Takeout. And the other one was through uh, the backup in sync. Um, essentially, it's a program that you download off the web and it provides you folder access to Google Drive. So we were able to go into backup in sync um, and, you know, utilize the client's login in order to be able to access that. Right. So, so- can yeah. I just ask, is that similar to like, like you would sync a Dropbox folder to your computer? That's right. Yeah. yeah so, okay. um, yeah. yeah. So, and, and, you know, I, I, I think a lot of our clients have a misconception that a sync is a backup. They believe that yes. all their photos are backed up. Um, now with, with Google, it actually is uh, in a way it is backed up and I'll explain why, because when Google, when you take a picture with Google photos and it pushes it to the cloud, it actually takes the high res off of your phone. So if you, for example, if you go to 2013 and you're not in a Wi-Fi setting, it gives you an alert that do you really want to download this 
Um, you know, because right. I got mine set to Wi-Fi. So I know that this uh, particular high res is only in the cloud. Um, now, if I were to delete that photo, so it, it's it's a backup and it's a sync. Um, and and mm-hmm. so if, because if I were to delete that photo, it would delete it not only on my phone, but it would also delete it in Google Photos. So that's really the same as iCloud works. In, in a way, yeah, it's in yeah. a way. So you uh, have optimized storage on your phone and the original sits in the cloud. Yes, that's exactly right. It's yeah. the optimized storage. That's right. But that's only the case when you've got the paid plan. Is that correct? Um, I really, I don't know because I, because I have a Pixel 3 phone and it's a Google phone, I actually get free storage. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It knows the type of photograph um, it's, it's taken from. Um, yep. Now I I've done s- several things um, to my Google Photos uh, app on my desktop or or on the browser. I have mm-hmm. my because I have a MacBook as well, and yep. I use when I take pictures um, on my camera. I download them into Apple Photos, and mm-hmm. I have essentially um, set up a way a path for my Apple photos to get pushed into my Google photos. Oh, now, fantastic. I'm not sure if that's really going to work from today onward. So um, we need mm. to put a pause on that. But I know and that. I that's the thing, Helene. There's, so, there's always something changing in this world of digital yeah. <laughs> organizing with different suppliers, you know, and right. uh, I think that that also sort of lends itself to to your comment right at the beginning about the importance of these, um, you know, keywording and metadata. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And and so in your workflow, how do you, from say your phone with the photos or or pushing that into Apple or, but how do you manage um, that as far as, you know, say on your phone, do you, do you put any of your do you create any folders on your phone as far as organizing or is all of your organizing of the photos, say if people were looking at doing this themselves, um, off the phone? Uh, Yes. My organizing is essentially all off the phone as Google photos and and Apple photos work very similarly where, you know, you can, it's assistant. It's like a little button under Google photos. That's called assistant. However, in Apple Photos, it's a little button that's called For You. They're, they work very similarly together, uh, similarly, mm, where right. you, know, you, could, you could view something from today, let's say six years ago, you know. Um, mm. So the, the environment itself will, will uh, manage the metadata. So Google Fo- Photos manages the metadata. Um, however, if you were to take these photos outside of Google Photo, none of this metadata is attached to the file. So it's right. just essentially in layers that Google utilizes to provide you with your memories, essentially. Mm. Um, and it also, you know, also Google Photos, similarly to Apple Photos, has um, a feature where it combines everything in the same date. And if you have your um, maps turned on, it will tell you where you were for that day or for that yes. event. Um, now, the metadata in Google Photos, it's probably the best metadata I've ever experienced. And, and you know, of course, it's no surprise being that it is, it's Google Photos mm. or it's a Google product. 
However, again, none of this metadata is attached to the file. So if you were to take these files through uh, Google Takeout, if you if I when I download them, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not able to know who's in the photos or you know where the photos were. It doesn't hold wow. any of the of the information within yeah. the file. Do you are you able to if you've created folders? Um, I know in in um, in the Apple program um, photos, you can export out the the actual folder. So then at least. All of the one the photos that you've manually from your phone put into a folder, you could then add a keyword to all of those photos. Is there something similar that you can see the the albums or the folders when you when you use takeout or when you when you export them out? Not at all. Um, um, there there is a um, you can add a description in Google Photos. I mean, you could go into a file into a photo. And hit the three little buttons on the top right and click on info and you're able to add a description. But again, when you download these photos, the description that you add will not stick to the file itself. So can I ask, you mentioned before that when you've got photos from a different camera, you upload them to Google Photos via your computer. So what happens if you have added metadata on your computer before you upload it to Google Photos, will it then stick with the photo when you download it again or is it gone as well? That's an excellent question. In my experience, it has stuck to it. Um, Okay. But I'm not sure if that's the case every time. Yeah. But in my own experience, it has stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Wonderful. Well, so what would you say, um, Halle, would be your sort of favorite features of um, of using the, the Google Photos on the phone? My absolute favorite feature of Google Photos is um, the meta- metadata. I mean, it's incredible that if I say grass, it will, within a matter of 10 seconds, it will give me, and I have 30,000 photos in there, Wow! Every photo and video of mm-hmm. oh wow it, it, that has grass in it. Um, if I put in my father's name, it will give me every photo and video with my even if uh, with photos that I where he has not been tagged. It will provide me um, even if he's blurry in the background, you know, in in it's his profile. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I mean, it's you know, obviously it's. Google's metadata. I mean, they have the best metadata system in the world. Um, but um, yeah, so that's my favorite feature. Um, in terms of, you know, it's really simple to do an, a, a, an album and mm-hmm. similarly very simple to do a shared album. In fact, it provides you with, um, with suggestions because after a certain period of time, it knows who's in your photos. I mean, that's the wonderful and the scary thing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it will say, hey, do you want to send these photos to so-and-so? It, it, you know, it gives yes. you that sort of assistance. Um, and then it allows you to actually edit the photo in different programs. So if uh, I click on a photo okay. and I want to say sort of edit in, it brings up every type of um, all the programs that I've downloaded onto my phone and it's yeah. like, so which one of these do you want to edit it in? So it doesn't really necessarily want to hold it in Google Photos. I can, I, Google Photos itself has great filters and 
you can edit and you know change the size yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but it it allows you the ability to be able to edit it in other programs as well. Okay. So um I don't know how much you have looked into our podcast, but you might know that we have talked to our listeners a lot about um, the five golden rules that we've come up. And one of them is to create a photo hub. Um, And we always recommend, you know, have that photo hub on your computer or on an external hard drive attached to it. Don't keep your master file, so to speak, in the cloud because you don't have control over the cloud. Um, 100 percent that's right so with what you do in google photos so where do you personally keep your hub that i'm i'm just assuming that it's not in the cloud you have you all your photos somewhere else is that correct yeah i have my photos (laughs) being uh, a a photo manager Mm. for families Mm -hmm. and businesses um I have the pleasure and the headache of actually having my photos in Apple Photos, Google Photos, Dropbox, Google Drive, and you name it. And of course, external hard drives. So um, I have multiple copies of everything. I do have a clean copy of my entire collection uh, downloaded on an external hard drive. That's also backed up. Yeah. So you're basically using Google Photos as a means to have access to your collection um, at any time, pretty much, because it's on your phone. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the way I sort of manage my clients, um, I don't really typically like to change the way my clients' behavior. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, if they if they're on an uh if they're on an iPhone and they want to use Apple Photos, um, I let them. So there's intake and then there's outtake, right? So their yeah. their in can still be whatever they use. So if they want to use mm-hmm. Google Photos, that's fine. If they want to use any other kind of program on their phones, that's I I don't mind that. But we always mm. take that out of that environment um, because you want you first of all you want those um, photos to be safe and you want to make sure you have the highest rest possible of those photos. Um, And you also want to make sure that you can create an environment where you're able to, uh, to add metadata to those, to those Mm -hmm. files. So, um, so my intake is my Google photos. um, And if I'm shooting with a camera, my intake is Apple photos, but then they all end up in the same place. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. So you take them then out of Apple Photos. Yeah, that's, that's right. your photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So, do you find with um, no? Let let me ask that differently. So you're on the Google phone, and yeah. that's just the app it comes with. So, if someone's on a on a Samsung, do you know is that the same? Then is it automatically going to or connecting to Google Photos or do they have a different app on their phone? Um, so I actually don't, um, I don't know the answer to that. I've never had a Samsung phone. Right, um, okay. Yeah. I do know that on an Android and Samsung is an Android, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I'm guessing they probably have a Samsung gallery you know, um, like their oh, own yeah. sort of photo 
But I know a lot of uh, Android users organically get drawn to using Google Photos because they, mm -hmm. they're probably on, uh, if you have an Android, you have to kind of log in to just sort of mm -hmm. like when you have an iPhone, you have to log into iCloud, you have to log into a, a Google. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, and we also have on an Android, when, when you go to the Android store, you have a plethora of photo apps, mm. photo galleries, different kind of apps to not, not only take pictures in, mm. uh, that would allow you, uh, you know, white balance access to the phone. I mean, you could really use these phones. I mean, particularly my phone, you could really use it almost uh, on a professional level. Um, yeah. I mean, especially if you have a different type of uh, camera app. Yeah. So, Halei, what would you say um, if you've got, say, a new person that um, has either just met you and they know that you, you're in the in the industry of, you know, helping people manage and organise their photos and they sort of say, look, I'm going to have a go at it myself and I'm in a mess and I don't know where to start, what would you say, I mean, obviously we're looking at Android phones, but just sort of in general, um, what would you say is uh, some of the, maybe the top tips that you would be able to give someone if they're wanting to manage and save their photos on their own and, and sort of have a go at really doing this themselves? Um, I, my, my biggest recommendation for anyone who uses their phone as a camera and uses their phone to manage their photos is in terms of taking pictures is to make sure your camera head is clean. Our phones are against our faces. They're in our purses. Our fingers are all over it naturally. Um, so many, I, I get so many client photos where they're so fuzzy and really all it takes is just whatever you're wearing and just rub the camera head before you take a picture. So yep. that's my biggest advice to anyone that's actually utilizing their phone as a camera. Now, Perfect. when you're utilizing your phone to manage your photos, my advice would be to make sure um, that you actually go through your photos. You take the time and, you know, when you're relaxing in front of the TV, just take the time and take out the duds and, mm -hmm. and then put a star next to the ones you like, because it's just so incredible to be able to go into your favorites folder and mm -hmm. to see all the favorite moments you know um so to me is really taking the time to sort of even if you don't want to edit your photos just take out the duds you know um and take out the, the things that are unusable or um where yeah. if you take multiple pictures of the same exact thing which i also see a lot of um you know just keep one of them you know, I, I just want to encourage people to really learn about how to use their, their camera on their phone. And there's so many different settings, so many different apps. And I know that that can be really overwhelming, but it's just so much fun. And especially with these new smartphones, I mean, it's never going to take the place of a real camera or even a real camcorder. But, you know, my camera, for example, can shoot 4K, which is incredibly high res. And I can put it on my 65 inch television and it will not even be a little bit blurry. So, you know, I really want to encourage all your listeners to just take the time and, you know, if their parents are still with, uh, with them to really record them, you know, record videos of their parents. We, we come across so many 
families where, you know, especially as um, with families with children, you know, we always want to, of course, capture the children because they grow up so fast, but we tend to forget to record our parents. And, Mm. you know, and we have wonderful devices right now available to us. I mean, my camera records in 4k, which is an Mm. incredible amount of information in a little video. Um, now you don't need to to even do that, but it, you know if you do, then it's even a better resolution for the generation to yeah. come. In it's order a really to... good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that does get forgotten quite a lot. Mm. And I mean, really, at the end of the day, that's what we're all here for. Is you know, as passionate photo organizers, you know, we care about people's photos and their memories, and um, you know, even sometimes there's the you know the usual person who's behind the actual camera just jump in front of the camera (laughs) that's right that's right um, and it's true because um you know there's usually someone that sort of holds the camera and takes the you know gets Mm. those snaps but just um you know they're precious precious memories and I think as photo organizers we see so many times you know the heartache when someone's you know lost their photos or just the thought that they've lost them it's devastating because yeah it is um it is their it's their life you know these memories are um are just precious yeah yeah that's absolutely right well wonderful thank you so much for joining us um we're just thrilled and um look you've just given us some great insight into um some of the different workflows that you do and just how to navigate around the you know the android some of those options um and your useful insights just for even cleaning the camera head that's such an obvious one but (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know it's so good to tell people because um yeah we see the blurry ones on the other side don't we (laughs) (laughs) that's true well thank you once again and please um you know if you'd love to learn a little bit more about Hale and her lovely business just head over to her website it's picturely p-i-c-t urli.com and so then you can learn a little bit about her and her um her wonderful business there so thank you again for joining us and for thank you so uh, much for having me yeah it's been a real thanks pleasure so thanks Lee. <laughs> wonderful <laughs> thank Oops. you all right bye-bye bye we hope you have enjoyed this episode of diy photo organizing and found some inspiration, useful tips and strategies to support your photo projects. We'd love to invite you to pop over to our Facebook page, DIY Photo Organising, and we welcome your questions, feedback and any future topics that you'd like us to cover. If there is someone you'd love to share this with, please click on share to help others take control of their photos too. Remember, have a look through our show notes for links to helpful information. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply in Order Photo Organising. And remember, we believe in you and you can do this.